Hi guys, in this show we'll have Nick Cruz, Daniel, Herd, Carpenter, King, Phillips, Wayne and Wayne. We're looking at 2004's White Chicks. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Planty, and I'm a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> and I'm John, and I'm white chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> still funny. Oh man, man it's still oh, so funny. So good. I, that's, that's why I dread seeing the second one because the first one is so. Oh, I've good. seen it. It's mince. Nah, mate. No Absolute mince. So I think I've said this on the air, and listeners will go, "Yeah, you said this a fucking year ago." Because they're all cockneys. They're all because they're, they're all get out my pub. Um, just a super cut of. Um, uh, your man Snipes, he's brilliant in it. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's the best thing in it by a yeah, country yeah. mile. Just super cut him. That's all you it. need. Oh, we are the podcast that takes a different film every week and tries to find out a hundred things from that film. John, what are we covering this week? So we're covering ourselves in white paint and gone for 2004's White Chicks. Okay. Right. I am going to put this out there before we start. If you're white and you've got a problem with this film, we are not the podcast for you. Very simply. Very, very simply. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, just, it's too funny. It's too funny. It, it's, it, it was... <laughs> you know what? I have not watched this. I, people have been bothering me to watch this for fucking donkeys. And I had no intention of ever watching it. And I watched it. And I had a whale of a time. So you know what? I watched it again. <laughs> not even for notes. Just for fun. Oh, yeah. Well, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 2004, John. What... Uh, what, what have we done in 2004? Well, if our good listeners listen to our um, Dawn of the Dead episode, they'll find out. Oh, episode four. Dawn yeah, of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, that was a good episode, wasn't it? I think we'd really just about got into our swing. Yeah, we, we, got, we got there. I, I, still, I still think we need to do the Crow Justice, but yeah, we, we got yeah. our swing. We will do the Crow Justice. We are on, we're 70-odd episodes in now, John, so... We're only 30 odds. We're only 28, 30 episodes away from doing The Crow. And I'm sick of saying we're going to do The Crow. (laughs) We will just do it. We'll just do it. Cool. That's what will happen. Okay. Uh, You ready to get started on this one? I am ready to rumble, brother. Okay. Smashing stuff. I've got some notes. Uh, Let's gan. Okay. So the film starts. It's a Columbia pictures movie you know yon bird holding the fucking torch yep yep uh, that actual model jenny joseph a homemaker and mother of two children now living in the houston area uh, she was exceptionally gracious and unassuming model and received very little compensation for her work in 1992 what i know yeah. it's a hell of a way in it so we begin the Film, uh, we're in New York City. It's been a while, John. We've yeah, been away we've, for a while, haven't we? We've been away uh, from New York. And it's 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 hot New York, right? And we're in this bodega. Okay, so we zoom into this bodega. This pair of old boys, these kind of Cubanos, Latinos. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, Okay, and they're shouting in this faux Spanish. Uh, and, and potentially this might have been considered a little, uh, a little racist, but I don't think so. Yeah. And well, it's, well, it's, they rubbed a bit of funk on it, didn't they? Because as, as they've gone through the, the, the whole salsa thing, 
I'm sure I heard some MC Hammer. Did you? The, the, I did. Yeah, I did. Because he's like, he's like, he, he does uh, get us this. Doesn't he? <laughs> he's like Hammer time. <laughs> so I, I took the liberty of looking up MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. This kind of blew my mind. So MC Hammer, uh, American rapper, entertainer, and dancer. His net worth at the moment is two million dollars. Okay. At the peak of his career in the 1990s, Hammer's personal fortune fortune topped 70 million. But in 1986, Hammer filed for bankruptcy because um, he couldn't he, he couldn't afford his extravagant lifestyle. I mean, the guy was worth 70 million, but he couldn't afford to sustain his extravagant lifestyle. Absolutely and amazing. That's brilliant that you should mention that because later on in the film, there's a line: uh, "Are we MC Hammer broke?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yes, MC Hammer broke." Uh, yeah. So basically, he went. He went. He did. He, he went bankrupt, and I had that a little bit later on. So I'll I'll, I'll give you that one, John. You beat me to it. Cheers, mate. Uh, you. Hammer Time, of course, you can't touch this, uh, is a song co-written and produced and performed by MC Hammer from his 1990 album, Please Hammer Don't Hurtin', and is considered to be a signature song. Along mm. with Hammer, Rick James shares songwriting credits. Rick James, bitch! <laughs> uh, with Alonzo Miller, because the song samples the pro- po- there, prominent opening riff of Super Freak. Of course it oh, does. Oh, God, so it says. Yeah. It's, it's a funny one, that. It's one of those... It's almost like uh, as if your man Vanilla Ice didn't rip off... Um, oh, uh, Queen? Yeah. Yeah, because... No, no, because his... No, don't... Don't jump. It's not, it's not the same thing. Because theirs goes dum 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 da da dum dum And his goes dum 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 da da dum 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 Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Fuck off, Rob Van Winkle. <laughs> I forgot that one, dum dum. He's, he's named after a man who fell asleep for a hundred years. What a twat. <laughs> it's been used in films, commercials, and other forms of media and received awards and recognitions. The song's notable as the first rap song to be nominated for Record of the Year at the 33rd Annual Grammy Awards in 1991, as well as Best Rap Video and Best Dance Video at the 1990 MTV Music Awards. Peaked right. at number one in the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Singles and was on the charts in seven different countries. Wow. Loads about that. It was a cracking song, though. I loved it. Hammer Time is also an American board game, which comes with this little tiny hammer. Uh, Hence the name. Time to hammer the donuts. Exactly. He later sings. It's like as he's he's going on, and they've got these cigars, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> the kind of like, they just look like every kind of old Cuban boy that I I, I saw when I was there. And, and he's singing Guantanamera, right? I think it's probably it's probably one of only about four songs every fucking band in Cuba does. Like they come into a bar mm-hmm. or they come into a fucking place where where there's drinks, and they always do the same fucking four or five songs. <laughs> Uh, the Buena Vista Social Club, it is not, mate, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, but Guantanamera is the country's most noted patriotic song. Uh, it's used as a poem by Cuban poet Jose Marti, who we talked about with the statue in Central Park oh, right, during okay. the um, Home Alone 2. Home Alone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, the official writing credits have been given to a guy called Josito Fernandez, who first popularised the song in as radio as early in 1929. Uh, in 1966, a version by American vocal group The Sandpipers, based on an arrangement by The Weavers, basically this is just jobs, uh, for their May 1963 Carly Gee Hall reunion concert became an international hit. 
Uh, it's really, really good. It, it features a fair bit in that Buena Vista Social Club documentary, which I love, 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 love. And right. It's just all the beautiful Cubas. It was the Cuba I wanted to see, uh, yeah. the Buena Vista Social Club Cuba. And I did get to see it. The Havana I got to see. It was great. Happy days. Happy days. Yeah, of course. But I don't go on about it. Like the Miners' Strike, I don't go on about it. <laughs> These ice cream men turn up, right? And they do a deal for inverted commas ice cream. Ice cream. Now, yeah. these they're proper like Russian bad bastards, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> and today's climate, it's, it's bad, bad to look that way, to be honest, isn't it? It's like, oh, uh, yeah, well, stereotypical yeah. Russians. Yeah, and you, you, your man's going, yeah, it is the ice cream and everything. Um, and, and he says, okay, look, you know. Here's the money, and he opens this case of money and, and spins it around. Obviously, they're doing a drug, drug deal. That that's the that's the kind of the thing yep. they're getting at. Um, and your man says, "Okay, bring in all the ice cream." Um, and as as they kind of go to get all the ice cream, uh, they basically go, "It's the feds." Pull the wigs off, feds. You know, they arrest them. Feds, the eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, and and they basically fight them out, don't they? Batter them into submission uh, yep. for the drugs that are in there. And it turns out it's just vanilla ice cream. Yeah, and and all the while the the real dealers come in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, go. this this guy looks like the fucking the juggernaut, doesn't he? <laughs> he comes in, oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and he comes we'll, in. We'll come back he, later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's that's kind of there's there's a there's a big shootout and they get away. Yep, yep. Uh, the chief comes in. I like the chief. I think the chief's a lot of fun. He's done a few things. Aye. He, he, he is in fucking everything. Oh, Again, aye. it's a man that, that, that is just consistently working, and I'm all for that. I, I love I, a re- job in actor. I thought he was a chief that was an iRobot until I realised I was an absolute racist, and it wasn't him. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. It's, it's funny because I thought he was the chief out of um, the Arnold film, where it's the, the meta Arnold film, Last Action Hero. Oh, right, okay. And yeah. then I realised I'm the same. It's just, it's, it's, just it's the way it is, isn't it? Because it's just yeah. <laughs> the chief, and it's just the chief. It's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I the comic relief? <laughs> is, that, is that a film I need to revisit, by the way? Because that's an Arnold one that never did anything for me. Nah, well, actually, it might be worth a visit again. Mm. I think it was massive production, wasn't it? That yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's got Charles Dance in it. You can't go I, I knew Dance. you were. I knew you were going to go with Charles Dance. Have a you, nice day, John. You know I love a good dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always up the dancing, you. <laughs> I see the gumball machine at the back. I was, that's not saying oh, I did. I've seen one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Ages. So I was looking them up. Uh, apparently, they were introduced back in 1709. By, it, was created, it was created by Thomas Adam Gumco. I was going to say Jeff Gumball, <laughs> but it really was Mr. Gumball. It was Mr. Gum, anyway. Adam Gum. Adam's Gum. Barney Gumball. Hey, <laughs> That'd have been better. Yeah, he would have. yeah, but you know, it is what it is. You can't, yeah. I'm not going to ask you to change the guy's name. Not like I, disco- like I discovered today, listening to uh, Modern Escapism, uh, thanks to the uh, the always funny, very Yorkshire oodles, explained that um, that Seabrook's crisps. You know Seabrook's crisps. You get no. those in Scotland, the ridged crisps. There are Yorkshire. Oh crisps. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking heathen. Those are uh, the uh, Seabrook's, which is the, the a Bradford company. His his name was actually, I think, Charles Brooks. But when he was getting some photographs developed, uh, the guy had written Seabrook's as in the word sea, uh-huh. the sea, 
and Brooks. And that's when he opened his first chip shop and called it Seabrooks. Oh, well, why not? There you go. In fact, I'm going to fucking add that. What's that, why, aren't I? Why not indeed, bruv? There you go. Thanks. Uh, uh, go and listen to... Uh, go and listen to... Modern Escapism, a much better podcast than what we've got, lads. I'll tell you, uh, they're always supportive. Did you see the size of the ice cream vans as well? I did, yeah. So the, 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 I was looking this up. They're at least at least five five feet longer than yours one because they were absolutely. Because at first I thought they were food trucks from. Remember we've done, done chef, a chef, yeah. Chef, but I looked them up. But that's the, the sort of standard sizes. Okay, that's a big it, unit. That, w- that was a big unit, yeah. Mm. It looked like it was uh, it was going to be delivering UPS stuff, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really did. Uh, the the boys had cremolita on their shirts and on the van, and it's an actual product, cremolita, low calorie frozen delights. It's their not, advert suggests. No froyo, is it? It is not froyo. Fro-yo. I uh, I could probably do with cutting out the ice cream and having the froyo yo. But you won't know. Will I? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you are joking, aren't you? I work too hard to be healthy. The chief basically mentions that they fucked up the job with their renegade ways, which I like. <laughs> uh, we learn that they're called Marcus and Kevin. I didn't have many problems with this film, okay? But here was my first one. Right. Marcus's wife. I think she was called Gina. Yes. Yeah. Who was not a character, but was a cartoon in the yeah, film. It was, okay? it was and a stereotypical, stereotypical um, yeah. it's like, yeah, she was elite. Needy, he's like, oh, baby, I can't talk. Baby, I can't talk. And he puts the phone down. I'm with the chief. I can't talk. We're in trouble. And then the chief's phone rings, which I liked a lot. And he's like, yeah, he's with me. <laughs> he passes the- <laughs> How has she got the chief's number? It, it was kind of good. It got worse when he got home, didn't it? It did get worse when he got home. Yeah, she he'd finished work at uh, he'd finished work and they went for a drink and he left the bar at seven thirty. Uh huh. And it took him nine minutes nine minutes to get home. I remember right? But she looked on something called MapQuest. She did look on MapQuest. Uh, you tell me. So I looked this 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 we've we've been Neanderthals for years, right? So I looked up satnavs. Right. So satnavs were introduced in nineteen ninety five. MapQuest. Is an American free online map service which was launched in nineteen ninety six, a year after, and we didn't get Google Maps until two thousand five. How the hell did we find our ways around? Uh, <laughs> AA Route Finder, mate. <laughs> exactly that big massive map. <laughs> remember, remember AA Route Finder? You remember opening it up? And just, I remember just, that. You, you'd go, you'd go at the bottom, and you'd just get, you'd get just beyond Leeds, and you try to get to Wakefield. Fucking hell, page forty two. <laughs> Oh, mate, they were the days. Honestly, that's probably why every weekend we went to the exact same places because nobody could be bothered reading a map. <laughs> exactly. I've missed a couple of things here. Uh, when Marcus is doing the fucking, he's having the crack, he, he does. He sings La Bamba. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, oh, yeah. that takes me back. Uh, La Bamba is a Mexican folk song, so there's absolutely no reason why he would sing it other than the fact that these guys have no mm. idea what they're doing. From the state of Veracruz, uh, best known from a 1958 adapt- adaptation by Richie Valens. You know him. Yeah. Uh, big big bopper. Woo! Yeah. Oh, Neil yeah, Diamond. Yeah. Is it, is it Neil Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> Lou, Neil, Lou Diamond. Neil Diamond. Is he done the biography? I know. <laughs> Neil Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Lou Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> New diamond fellas. That's a new one. <laughs> Let's get Fuck a mix. You know. 
Valens' version is ranked 345 on Rolling Stones magazine's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. His corpse will be fucking delighted. <laughs> it's the only song on the list sung in a language other than English, because obviously Rolling Stone's racist. La Bamba has been covered by numerous artists, most notably Los Lobos, uh, whose version was the title track of the 1987 film La Bamba, which is about Valens starring... Um, Neil Diamond Phillips? Neil Diamond, <laughs> Neil Diamond, yeah. Famous Jew, Neil Diamond. <laughs> Coal miner's daughter, Neil Diamond. Yeah, you never know who that is. It's taking noise stuff no. off Spotify, so maybe you'll know. <laughs> I don't think Neil Diamond has. I think you're mixing him up with Neil Young. Wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. <laughs> I also don't think he has. I think he's back. Our <laughs> listeners are fucking kicking right off. <laughs> All three of them now going, what is going on? I, I, how much whiskey has he drunk? Uh, um, enough. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, La, that version of La Bamba, by the way, reached number one uh, in 1987. I'm a bit exhausted after that, John. You, you, you've given me a case of the giggles. Throw the chat right at oh, you. By the way, we had some, we've had some really good feedback from a number of listeners about how much you made me laugh at James Brown versus Boris Johnson. Oh, the day. God, that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was good. This, we, we meet these other two, basically the, the opposite kind of feds. There's a Hispanic guy and there's this white guy. The Hispanic guy kind of thought I knew from stuff. The white guy I knew from fucking loads of things, I thought. Yeah. I think he's one of these yeah. kind of, yeah, hey, he's not, hey not, it's not a peripheral comedy guy. All oh, right, okay. Uh, was in, it was, it was, I'm sure he was in one of the, the, not the Screams, but what was the one that was a parody of Scream? There was one with uh, that. The a hot scary movie. Fee, the, the, uh, scary the hot movie. Chick, uh, hot Chick Fee, um, American Pie, she was in it. It's her boyfriend. All oh, right. Okay. The, good. The one, with the, the one where they cut her head off and she was still talking while she was in the bin. <laughs> that good one. spot. Yeah. Is that the second? Is that Scary Movie 2? It's one of them. I mean, yeah. Uh, again, that's another that's another Wayans, Wayans film. These boys are brilliant, by the way. I won't have a word said against the. There's like 50 of them. Well, and now the all one, their sons are making movies. Which is the one that was uh, Don't Drink Just in Hood while... Oh, um, yeah, that's um, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Aye, that was good. You know him because he directed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, yeah. That's a great one. And I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah, I'm going to get you. Uh, with a big, toe, you with a big massive toe. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get you suckers. <laughs> really, really good too. Uh, why would you stop other films? Um, on the subject of other films, there's a bit where when the money's happening, he's like, "Oh, it's all about the Benjamins," and I was like, "Hang on a second, I know that." Film, 2002 mm-hmm. American uh, action comedy directed by Kevin Bray, starring Ice Cube and Mike Epps. I haven't thought about Mike Epps in ages. Where's he? I hope he's okay. I hope Mike Epps is doing okay. Uh, bounty hunter and con artist who join forces to find a group of diamond thieves. Mate. Uh, film released in March 2002 to negative reviews. Despite this, the film was a moderate box office hit. The film's title is taken from the 1997 hip-hop song. It's all about the Benjamins, of course, by uh, P. Diddy. Puff Daddy, whatever we're calling him these days. Sean Coombs, Sean Paul. Sean, Sean Puffy <laughs> Coombs, Sean Paul. <laughs> more than diamond, more than gold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder where Mike Epps is. Um, I'll reach out to him. I'll reach out to him on the Twitters and see no. if he's okay. 
Last time I seen him, he was on a house on Haunted Hill. Sure. House on Haunted Hill? No. That's that's a a lot of fun. The remake of that. Famic Jansen and Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Oh, I could what I could listen to Jeffrey Rush just read the fucking newspaper. <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant, else, isn't he? he? Well, that's yeah, a good remake. Actually... I enjoyed that. You don't believe in ghost stories. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you say, Marcus gets home. I've been worried about you all night. She says he's like, baby, it's eight p.m. <laughs> you don't be worried about me all night. Anyway, now she's awful. Apparently, yeah. she's she's written to be awful here, but he's the one falling asleep while he's getting bollocked. Yeah, okay, I, I don't care how busy a day you've had, take your fucking medicine, bruv. Or we've, you know, yeah. stand we've, up. To we've it. all tried it, doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they were at the bureau the next day. The chief's explaining that there's an expected kidnapping of these two heiresses, right? Yep. No one takes the job of looking after them, like they refuse to. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you've obviously read their files, the boys are late. And they're kind of walking through the corridors and just look, we've got to get back in the chief's good books. We've got to get back in the chief's good books. Uh, it's like, he's never going to use us for anything. Anyway, they barge through the door. Like, yeah, sorry, we're late, chief, uh, but we want in on the job. He's like, okay. <laughs> Straight away, he's like, you oh, you don't know what you volunteered for. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and they are fucking awful. They pick them up at the airport, don't they? Oh, God, yeah. Are they the um, ones that say we've given to the fund, the UNCF? We've, Which yeah, yeah, we've already oh. given to the, yeah. <laughs> Which was founded in 1944, by the way, but they've uh, given a lot of money to uh, the uh, black students of the world. Yes, uh, we did team. cover that. In, we covered that in something, but for the life of me, I couldn't find what it was. But we have talked about that um, in a previous episode. So good stuff. There's this dog, Baby, this tiny little fucking floof of a dog, uh, who was apparently Shitty's Louis Vuitton fucking carry case. Ah, I see that Louis Vuitton. Uh, yeah. Looking at that. So I looked that up. Uh, French High Street Luxury Fashion House, a company founded in 1854 by Louis Vuitton, Vuitton in Paris. Louis Vuitton, but he changed his name. It's too, too common. <laughs> Louis. Uh, after opening his first store, he moved to workshops in, oh God, Asinaire Saucine, northwest of the city. Nice. Uh, and they began to build luggage there in 1859, developing the brand's original flat top grey trunk, uh, which is what I was called in college. Uh, <laughs> Hi-oh! <laughs> uh, they, outfit, they outfitted French expeditions with travel gear. What? Yeah. Above the workshop was a loft where the Vuitton family lived in order to remain close to production. They moved into an Art Nouveau home next door. In 1896, four years after Vuitton's death, the company introduced the first monogrammed canvas, which is what they've got there. Yeah. The LV and the geometric, ge- geometric, to the, the Paul Giamatti shapes. Oh my God, it's Paul Giamatti. Another impression I can't do. Um, and it's become the most iconic print. Yeah. Uh, a small pull-along suitcase with that particular print on will cost you... 2,600 quid. Bargain. Get me two. <laughs> For carrying all your stuff to your new house. Yeah, yeah that sounds please. good. Thank you. <laughs> Champion. It's like Frank Zappa's Valley Girl, this. It's like, no way. And I was like, For sure. Isn't it? They're awful. Yeah, yeah. And horrible human basically, being. the dog has to sit up front in this fucking booster seat. Because I don't know, cause it's like your dog. Um, 
Meanwhile, Kirsty's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the cool. dog decides to jump out of the window. Kevin saves it by grabbing the leash, as our American listeners would say. Basically crashes the car. The girls have got these tiny little scratches. Like one's got a busted, like tiny busted lip. Yeah, and one's got and the other one's got like this little scratch on her fucking bridge of her nose. And they're kind of like, we can't go that. We we can't go to the Hamptons. We don't want to be seen as being disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're horrible. They're horrible. Every time they talk, horrible people. Yeah, I was going to look into the Hamptons, but I couldn't because we've already covered it in. Oh, what did we oh, cover the Hamptons in, John? So we covered, covered uh, Legally Blonde, but the only thing we didn't really cover is I didn't actually realise how close it was to New York. Yeah, it's like Long Island. It's just the yeah, other yeah. end of Long Island, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's basically the, 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 the sort of like our soul coats, if you will. <laughs> soul coats! Yeah, it's basically fucking Silleth, but people from Carlisle. Because <laughs> it's basically a destination for uh, New Yorkers to go. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So they're back at this kind of hotel where they're where where they've put them up, and and Marcus basically tries to hang himself. This was a bit grim. He's yeah. like, you know, one more screw up and we're through. Might as well just do it now. Kevin says, no, no, the girls are still going to go, and he calls this prosthetic expert, this team of prosthetic experts in. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, what is that? And it's like basically FX, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, next yeah. to the, um, yeah. big mama's house. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of those is a future episode, and the other is not, John. <laughs> but I'm yes, not going to tell our listeners which. <laughs> surprise, surprise! They basically Mrs. Doubtfire them. I was, yes. like, I was like, ah, match me, can match me, can make me a yeah. match. Which is where the the um, the makeup comes from. I'm sure it was a guy. All right. Had the hand in them, Miss Doubtfire, because obviously it had to be a really matte coloured um, makeup. Yeah. Basically, they had, to, they had to call on somebody with expertise, and the guy was the one that done uh, Miss Doubtfire. He had a. You said he had a hand in Mrs. Doubtfire. That sounds painful. No wonder she went. Hello. <laughs> Covered in cream. Because <laughs> I run by fruiting. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. At the Hamptons, I think they make semi-convincing women. They're not attractive. But yeah. they're semi-convincing women. They, they, they've got kind of like bow selector masks on, haven't they? Yeah. Reverse bow selectors. Yeah, yeah. They're very tall. He, very, very tall. Yeah. Yeah. These guys whistle at Marcus. He's like, you want some punk? You want some? <laughs> brilliant. Super aggressive. <laughs> the Fed pretending to be the reception asked for a credit card and ID, which they don't have. And <laughs> and he's going, I'm going to have a BF. I'm going to have a BF. It's like, oh no, she's going to have a bitch fit. Did you look that up? I, I didn't, mate. No. It's actually an urban dictionary. So uh, when a person, usually female, is angry, upset about something and starts whining, crying, yelling, screaming, throwing things when they don't get their own way. Okay. Written by a man, of course, that. Pro- definitely. Fuck. Do you know what? Fuck the patriarchy. That's what I say. Uh, she she basically says, "I'll write right. I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle here because I'm gonna call them she and he and he and she, and I keep getting mixed up as to which one's which because they're such good makeup they? jobs. Why don't you call them they? Oh, right, they? the characters. Yeah, I'll get the characters mixed up. Yeah, um, I'll write a letter. He's <laughs> like uh, pretending to write a letter. I am a white woman in America. <laughs> He's like, no, please don't write a letter. I was like, <laughs> proto Karen? Question mark. Yeah, yeah, I was there. <laughs> Definitely. 
the chief sorts it, and this is where the line, "You beautiful chocolate man," <laughs> you look like you look like Denzel. Does anyone ever tell you that? And he's like, "Yeah, a couple of times." He does not look like Denzel. No, I'm far from it. Far from it. <laughs> <laughs> These three friends of theirs turn up: Karen, Lisa, and Tori. Right. Yep. Two of these are very, very good actors. The third one I didn't recognise from anything. So Busy Phillips is out of Freaks and Geeks. Um, I think she was in ER? Question yeah. mark. Yeah, yeah. Dawson's Creek. There's this other character, Tori, who I didn't know out of anything, Jessica Corfell. Uh-huh. And the last I one think was... Was, she, was she was she maybe the friend legally blonde? You know, there's the two friends that that come into the come into the courtroom. Mm. The L's friends. Oh, no. I think she's the blonde friend out of that. Anyway, enough. And then <laughs> there was Jennifer Carpenter, right? Oh, I have got to admit, I fancy the fucking pants off Jennifer Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, there's just something about her. Even in horror movies, she's still got it. Oh, she is. That that Terrible Wreck remake. What was that oh, called? Uh, qu- uh, qu- quarantine? Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Wreck is amazing. Quarantine is not. Jennifer Carpenter is amazing. Yeah. She was in the killer thing, Michael C. Hall yeah, yeah. as his uh, sister. De- she, she was married to him and his sister. Not what? obviously in the program, but she's his she was yeah, she was his wife. Yeah, first thing uh, I said yeah, was the horror. Yeah. The horror uh, a, a yeah. possession horror movie, and I thought she was going to be one of those scream queens. But she's, uh-huh. done, she's, she's got range, she's done a lot. The, the, the basic saying, what, what's different about you? Uh, oh, you've had collagen. I mean, literally, they have had collagen. You got taller. Oh, yeah, we got our knees done. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. It's Jesus. not a thing. You cannot get your knees done, John. Not that nah, you'd want to. You You can get your legs lengthened, though. Can you? So I've, lo- I've looked this up. So tricks to make yourself Why would taller. you look this up? You're fucking <laughs> massive. It's for Kirsty. It's for Kirsty. Uh, <laughs> so she is perfect the way she is. Don't you dare. She, she really is. She doesn't so, even listen to this. What am I fucking bothering for? Oh, she will. She has her name. Uh, right. So I'm going to start off with the, the tricks. So avoid... The tricks? The Are you tri- turning tricks to lengthen <laughs> legs? Hell no. <laughs> uh, right. So avoid uh, loose-fitting clothes. Uh Avoid elongated jackets, high-waisted jeans and crop tops make your legs look bigger. Wear vertical stripes, go, go monochromatic. But this is the, the other way is uh, increase your height by wearing increased insoles. There's growth pills and you can get leg lengthening surgery and it's available in a dozen countries. Um, and some of the patients are able to increase their height by five inches. Like five inches, that's... Man, that's, that's... Massive. I would almost be the height of most of my uncles. <laughs> my my old, my old man was my old man was the shortest of his brothers, and I don't think he ever got over that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the tallest of my siblings, but that's because I'm the only boy. <laughs> Happy days. Aye, that's your Happy... cheats for you, buddy. There's some cheats for you if you need to look bigger. That is, that's dirty cheats, man. I'm loving that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's bare exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they lead them to this do right and there's these two creepy guys and one of them looked like somebody was fucking white chicken as jonathan taylor jane Ta- taylor yeah. thomas do you remember yeah, fucking jtt 
yeah, yeah. With the fucking in... curtains. It's 2003, 2004. What the what? fuck are we wearing curtains for? I know. It's a bit stupid, wasn't it? Even I was like going, what the hell? Jesus. I'm sure I had curtains at that time as well, though. <laughs> Did you? No, I'm okay. Still? That point nah, I, was I, I, I was going through my M&M stage where I dyed my hair white and cut it short and pulled it forward. I uh, yeah, in fact, two thousand and four is when I first did my uh, Shaun of the Dead uh, co- uh, cosplay, as the kids would say now, fancy dress. <laughs> so I would say, um, and I bleached my hair blonde. And, you got red uh, on you. I did have red on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing I got <laughs> on me that week, sadly. Uh, I was I thought it was the best uh, best fancy dress in the world, but nobody had seen the film. It had only been out at the cinemas four months previously. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> it's brutal. In fact, I went to this fancy dress fair, and one of them, one guy, turned round to me and said, uh, "Have you come straight to check check the the fucking the badge? Hello, my name is Sean, the Foray Electrics badge. Have you just come straight from work? Oh. Fucking brutal, man. <laughs> That's brutal. horrible. <laughs> I know, absolutely fucking brutal. Uh, one of these guys is like they look like Wilt Chamberlain, but I. Uh, then he's like, wood still bone. And I'm like, fuck off. Just fucking <laughs> fuck off, will you? Wilt Chamberlain, by the way, American professional basketball player who played as a centre, widely regarded as one of the greatest players in sports history. Again, tis a joke about them being tall. They're tall, very tall. They towered over everybody in that bloody party. Then there's the Vanderbilt sisters. Now... I struggled here because I was certain one of them was the hot twin from uh, Sweet Valley High. But then at the same time, I don't think it was. And then I no, ran out of no, time no. looking. It wasn't, was it? No. One was Jamie King. I was King absolutely was certain it was. Uh, yes. I think J- Jamie King was who I thought that was. And it wasn't. She was in... Um, what was the what was the fighting game that they made a, they made a film out of? Was it DOA? Dead or Alive? We oh god, I we Holly Valance. Holly Valance, that's right. <laughs> Flick for neighbours. I was going to say that baby's <laughs> going to know who that is. Oh <laughs> uh, well, she'd give you a kiss, kiss. Oh, she was something else. But I uh, DOA, that's right. So it was. There you go. I'm glad I didn't glad I didn't imagine that. The, the line they use is, and this really fucked me off, she got pulled doing a Winona, right? Yeah. Because do you remember when the only thing, the worst thing in the world was sh- getting caught shoplifting? Yeah, she did. Well, white white, white women did. getting caught shoplifting. She did it in style, though. It was thousands of pounds of stuff she went to walk out with, yeah. but she did it yeah, in style. Well, <laughs> I get that, but imagine if that happened now. No one had fucking blinked twice. Man, we had the Richard Madeley. He's still whining. Everybody forgot about that. Uh, and your man that stole <laughs> the the chef that stole the cheese, Anthony Worrell Thompson. <laughs> now there's there's a reference for everything we learned from The Simpsons. Tom probably isn't listening to this, but if he is, that's the kind of reference we do on everything we learned about The Simpsons. Anthony Worrell Thompson nicking cheese from Tesco, <laughs> and that's why they now tag their fucking steak. Aye, Certainly in Glasgow, anyway. <laughs> what the hell? Did, did Funny. They tag everything? That's because you're a bunch of robbing bastards. They, they tag the bags? You can't even get a bag for life for free now? <laughs> <laughs> I shop last incident in 2001. We don't know either. Seems like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? It does seem like a lifetime ago. And, I, and, and do you know what? That fucking killed her career, and I'm not okay mm-hmm. with that. 
Yeah. When did we next me. see her? Like Spock's mum or something? Uh, yeah, it was a long time yeah, after. Yeah, it went a long time without Winona. And she's great stuff. She's really good in the, you know, that show about the kids on Netflix. The oh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, she right. was great in that. I, just, I, I, I hope she's okay. Just don't take it to award ceremonies because we should know she's gone on about flying pizzas and all that sort of thing when they were at an award ceremony. You need to YouTube it if you don't know it, but she was being, don't a, bit, recall that. being a bit weird. Like she was looking in the middle distance and doing all that stuff with her hands. I was like, oh, she's a freaky piece. Uh, yeah, well, Still she's, she's all right. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. So they do this your mama thing, basically, yep. um, with, with the girls. And I liked, your mama's so stupid, she goes to Dr. Dre for a pap smear. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> uh, ladies, ladies, please uh, go and get yourself checked. Not by Dr. Dre. I'm mean, sure he's all right. He's a lovely, lovely fella. Mm-hmm. With, with all, I'm sure, you know, sure he wouldn't do you bad, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, and then there's a Don King reference. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, it's that's... like, yeah, you, she, your mama's bush so hairy. We thought it was a Don King jumped out and went, only in America. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> Okay, we all get the reference. You know, it's the it's the the the, the fact the fight would only ever happen in America, and Don King's got big hair. But I'm all right with a, you know, I yeah. Well, I, well I, just, I, just, I just I just did a I just did a, a hand gesture that no one will ever hand, see. Hand hand gesture to say, yeah, it's okay. The magic okay. diamond. <laughs> The friends think they did a great job showing them up, and this character from news. So she, this this character is basically a news writer, isn't she? She's she's a re, yeah, she's a reporter. I, I lost yeah. words. So she's called Denise Porter. It's a fantastic Rochelle Aters. We've seen her in a few bits and pieces. Wasn't entirely sure what, but she was recognisable certainly. One of the girls is going to uh, Tory is desperate to get her kind of to interview the girls, do kind of like a puff piece on them. Uh, Kevin's flirting with her, um, and, and Marcus eats all these canapes, doesn't he? He's, he's beasting down yeah. these canapes. Um, it won't give anybody any? <laughs> no, no. He, he, gives, he gives one to the dog, doesn't he? Nice. He's just a guy. And the joke is that, that they're white, and one of the other FBI agents who is... His, is this Hispanic? Hispanic. They keep basically making Gaging Mexican. Name, yeah. References and I was like, okay, it's like steady on. There's a lot of cheese in that. Like cheese, yeah. Do you know any other way to make a quiche? And you can, you can make a cheese. You can make a quiche without dairy. I did look into this. You can make egg-free quiche, which is made with uh, lentils. What? It sounds like shit, but I can assure you, I made it. it. It's very nice. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Again, the cheese thing is an issue unless you're using vegan cheese, which we're, we're a non-dairy household. I don't talk about that. Like, I don't talk about the miners' strike. And I don't talk about going to Cuba. Uh, but, yeah, so that's uh, tasty, tasty stuff. Uh, oh, so Marcus oh, just... Anthony Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't caught nicking fucking pulses, was he? <laughs> uh, Marcus doesn't do dairy, so cue him fucking shitting through the eye of a needle in the toilet. You know, you see that the girls go to the toilet to kind of yeah, it, do it the does, makeup. He does a shit brick for uh, American um, pie, doesn't he? He does, <laughs> dude. He does. Yeah. Finch. Finch yeah. shit brick. 
They come out of the toilet and here's Luttrell, this basketball player. Mwah! Do you love him? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Who dis, John? This is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nines, Terry Crews. <sighs> Terence Crews, yeah. yeah. It's our second Terence Crews film. Yeah. We saw him as basically stoic kind of ga- gang hood, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, his first part as well, wasn't his it? first thing in the training day episode, mm-hmm. yeah. That was uh, that was a lot more disappointing than we thought yeah. it would be, that episode. But Terry Crews is the fucking MVP in this, 100%. Right. Yeah, There's some really, really good yeah. acting in this. Terry Crews is fucking beaut. Yeah. I, I love him. I love him, and do you know what? I think he's a really. I think he comes across a, social media comes across a really nice guy as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. everybody he's worked with, there's a lot of praise for him, and he's he's diverse as well. He's not afraid to make himself look stupid because yeah. even though he's built like a brick shit house in Brooklyn Nine Nine, he's in sorts of all sorts of costumes and all sorts. So he, he doesn't take himself too seriously, which I no. really like. He um, he was an American football player. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played for the LA Rams. Uh, he got drafted for the Rams. Uh, six games for them. Played with the pa- trained with the Packers at least. Never played a game. Uh, Chargers for ten games. Uh, the Washington team, the old name, sixteen games. And the uh, Philadelphia Go Eagles, uh, no games. Um, played in the international team as well for the Rain Fire. Which was the, uh, I think the French, the, the the sorry, the French team, the German team that he played in as well. But yeah, he is so fun. He's so great, exactly as you say. Not afraid to take the piss out of himself. The brilliant. He's in that Longest Yard remake, which is okay. Oh, as the um, Adam Sandler. Yeah, is he? Everybody hates Chris's dad. Yes, that's his dad. Yeah, he's, got, he's always walking a bit yeah. called Julius, and he always wore his overalls. Never wore anything else but yeah. his overalls. Is is that worth going back to? By uh, yeah, because it was for a while. Uh, Cheers was on Channel Four in the morning when I was getting ready, and then he changed it for Everybody Hates Chris, and that was all right, right? Okay, okay. Oh, Cheers on a morning. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Getting ready, watching Cheers. Yeah. Making it work yeah. in my world today. <laughs> Took everything I had. <laughs> uh, he's uh, President Inacho, or whatever he's called, in Idiocracy, which is a 100% future, future episode. Yeah, if anybody's wanting to get on that, you are bang out a look because uh, Deadbeat Punk has, uh, has already tagged that as a future episode. Um, go away, Baiton. That's a great film. I, I think I might go and watch that tonight, actually. For about the 50th time. So Luttrell is meant to be a basketball player, right? Terry Crews is like 6'2". Mm-hmm. Like, all, all, all muscle. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I don't think that man could jump a fucking inch off the nah, ground. No with that. No with that, that body mass. No chance. He's chatting up Kevin's character. Once you go black, you need a wheelchair. <laughs> and this lassie in a wheelchair goes like, hi, Latrell. And his little kind of buddy just pushes her around the way. way. Yeah. Like she goes fucking motoring across. Uh, I, I was kind of like, okay. It's, it's that made okay. you laugh, though. Oh, yeah. oh that, that was a, everything Latrell did, everything Terry Crews did, was, was all the scenes he were in were great. Uh, Kevin pepper sprays him, and he's and he's he's like 
Covered Cody's eyes. That's wifey right there. <laughs> we've, we've covered pepper spray, haven't we? We have covered pepper spray, yeah. Uh, the girls head shopping. It's kind of like, oh, shopping. The girls are in the car and they put the radio on. And there's this 1,000 miles oh, song. God. Do you know this song? I remember it. I quite like this song. <laughs> Not like, you know, in a I'm a white girl kind of way, but I quite like this song. Vanessa Carlton. Uh, she completed her education at the School of American Ballet. She chose to pursue singing instead, performing in New York City bars and clubs whilst attending college. Three months after recording a demo with producer Pete Zizzo, she signed with A&M Records, began recording her album, which was initially unsuccessful, until a bloke called Ron Fair took over. I read that as Ron Flair. Woo! <laughs> her debut single, A Thousand Miles, reached the top five on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2002. Her debut album, Be Not Nobody, received a platinum certification in the United States. Her subsequent albums, 2004, 2007, failed to match the commercial success of the first, and she's now living with MC Hammer in a shared house. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Um, but uh, she produced a fourth album in 2011 uh, independently because a record company wouldn't release it. Mate. That went anywhere. Yeah, and she's not done anything since 2015. But the one thing I remember is the video was her on a piano going through the streets on the piano. And I'll find it and I'll link to it on the socials. I always loved whoever it was that did the Grand Theft Auto and uh, did a... Whoever oh, was that driving a piano, seat? yeah, and the piano did, <laughs> and right. the piano's basically the piano's been given all the power of a truck and it's just plowing Sorry, through everything. It's all over different cinematic shots. It's great. That's a great video. Oh, and great. if you know video games, you know that fucking video. <laughs> uh, Terry Cruz's favorite movie, uh, music as well, his favorite song. Uh, so Terry Cruz's favorite song, uh, and later on, he does a skit. And apparently it was done yeah. on the one take. Wait, that is actually he, Terry, the actor Terry Crews' Terry favourite Cruz's song. Favorite song the yeah. actor Christopher Timothy. It's yep. his favourite song. Terry Crews. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just made a bottom reference there that Joe will love. Hi, Joe. We miss you. Come back on. Uh, the actor Christopher Timothy. Uh, right, okay. Missed a few bits and pieces here. Um, there's a mention that the dog needs a colonic. Uh, colonic irrigation is basically alternative therapy to remove toxins from the colon and intestinal tract by removing accumulations of feces. Colon cleansing should not be confused with an enema, which introduces fluid to the colon. My ass is tight just reading this. <laughs> uh, some form of colon hydrotherapy, which sounds... A lot better than this. Uses tubes to inject water, sometimes mixed with herbs or other liquids. What? Into the colon via the rectum, using special equipment. So Oral getting, cleaning region. You're getting basted and stuffed at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> Uh, oral cleaning regimes use dietary fibre, herbs, dietary supplements, or laxatives. Those who practice colon cleansing believe in auto-intoxication. Accumulations of putrefied feces line the walls of the large intestine. These accumulations harbour parasites or pathogenic gut flora, causing non-specific symptoms and general ill health. 
which reminds me of that uh, TV show in the late 90s, Celebrity Colon Irrigation or whatever. <laughs> Richard Blackwood was on that. No, that's, that's probably Channel 5 TV. Oh, that's, that sounds like him, doesn't it? Because there's a lot of them did it all the sort of um, programmes at the same time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I keep thinking it's Keith Jagwin as well. Oh, he was the one that ran out with his knob out, wasn't he? (laughs) So he was. (laughs) It's funny you should mention that, because all I could think was uh, Rebecca Lou's wanking off a pig. Oh, God, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) I had also forgot about Rebecca Lou's. She was famous for shagging uh, David Beckham, allegedly. Yeah, the the PA, wasn't she? Yeah, allegedly. PA, you're right. PA. Penis assistant. Aye. Hi-oh. the girls are mentioned that they're going to be uh, that the plan is that they want to be in Hamptons magazine. Hamptons is a magazine founded in 1978, published 13 times throughout the year, focused on real estate, that's houses to me and you, interior design, fashion, art, cultured dining, entertainment, fitness and being a cunt. The magazine was published by Niche Media. Yeah, you're not fucking wrong. And was founded by in 1998 by Jason Bin and belongs in the Jason Bin. <laughs> it has an approximate circulation of 40 to 50,000 rich cunt copies and is distributed all over the Hamptons. Was there not a pig called Hampton in something? What TV show and film is that? Was that Hampton? We'll check that out. We'll check it out. <laughs> well, we won't. We won't check it out. Final thing. Uh, when they're in this, um, they go into the room. It's my life, by no doubt, is playing. Do you know what? The one thing I will say: the fucking soundtrack to this is great. Oh yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, it's got a lot of good tunes on it. It's my life's a cover of "Talk Talk" number, written by the great Mark Hollis and his big gold lame suit that he wears for gigs. And Tim Freeski <laughs> uh, was on their second album, released January nineteen eighty four, reached number forty six on the UK singles chart. This. Did much better in other countries. Number one in the US Dance Club Songs chart. Uh, no doubt recorded a cover version of the song to prompt their first Greatest Hits album. The Singles, 92 to 2003. You'll never guess what year that was released. 2008. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. So after the Vanessa Carlton thing, they change the, uh, they change the channel, don't they? And yeah. it's, fi- it's Fiddy Scent. It's Fiddy. Right? Now, they use the N-word, and the girls are like, you can't use the N-word. And they're like, oh, no, it's okay, because there's nobody here. And all of a sudden, that's perpetuated the fucking... Everybody like, in that car. And now you think it's okay to say the N-word if you are on your own. <laughs> I don't even say the N-word when I'm on my own, because why would I? I know, I know. It's too, it's too funny. Like, it's and I'm officially because... the blackest man in Carlisle. <laughs> It's weird because in the back, you're like, oh, look at them singing away. But as soon as the ones in the front start singing, you're like, oh. No, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, because I know that's men in I know that's men in whiteface, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so they get to the changing rooms. Marcus gets a call from his girl as he's stuck in this mesh top in that he can't go over his head. Uh, the woman from the shop turns in to help. And she's like, oh, yeah, get your head in. It's a tight it's fit. A tight, oh, God, yeah. yeah, oh, it fits perfectly. Yeah. And you're kind of like, okay, yeah, this is okay. This would have been funnier for me if I was 17. <laughs> uh, one of the girls has it, Jennifer Carpenter's character has an issue with her weight. Uh, she looks, and that's the point, she looks stunning, right, yeah. is the point. She looks amazing. And it's not just me being a pervert, although I probably am a little bit. Oh, no, bit. no. She looks, yeah, yeah. She looks, yeah, she looks fantastic. Um, 
but she's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> throw, and, and some really good acting here. Throw Shamu back in the ocean. <laughs> I was like, oh, hang on a second. I know what that's a reference to. Not to be confused with Big Shamu, of course, mm-hmm. who uh, came onto our podcast uh, recently. For Starship Troopers. For Starship ooh, 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 Troopers. Ooh. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, Man- Mans is great. I love him. He's fantastic. Uh, Shamu was a captive killer whale that appeared at SeaWorld San Diego in the mid to late 60s. Uh, she, not he, was the fourth orca ever captured and the second female. She caught in October 65 and had six years of captivity. After her death, the name Shamu continued to be used in SeaWorld. Shamu shows for different orca in different SeaWorld parks. Uh, Shamu was retired from performing after an incident in April 19, 1971, in which she bit the legs and hips of Anne Heckis, an employee who was told to ride her as part of a filmed publicity event. Right. She refused to release the woman until other workers came to rescue and pried the whale's jaws apart with a pole. Sounds painful. The employee had been asked to ride Shamu whilst wearing a bikini and had not known the killer whale had previously attacked people who wore bathing suits and was only conditioned to perform with trainers wearing wetsuits. Oh, man. Uh, Shamu died four months later, August 16th, 1971. And if you haven't seen it, listeners, and you like a documentary and you have any kind of interest in animals, Blackfish is the yeah. documentary. Stone have you seen that, John? Uh, I bet it was, it was it's enough. it's sad, it's grim, mm. but there's a reason that place is fucking shut down. Yeah, yeah right. She also then says, and Carney Wilson before her surgery. Carney Wilson, of course, is the daughter of uh, Beach Boy Brian Wilson. All right, okay. And if you do like the bridesmaids film, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Wilson Phillips song, hold on, hold on for one more day. Yeah. Now. I'm going to put it out there, and I know it's not for me, but we recently rewatched Bridesmaids uh-huh. because I thought I'd not given it a fair shot the first time. Okay, how'd you go on? It's, no, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. No. In spite of the fact that it's a really, really, really good cast, it's an mm-hmm. excellent cast. The protagonists are fucking arsehole. But it's got the month of the Goldbergs on it. It has. She looks amazing, by the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, it's um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, it's a great cast. It's one of the great ca- great comedy casts of all time. Yeah. And and yeah. Rebel Wilson is also in it. Yeah, she no cancelled after that bloody BAFTA thing. What did she do? Apparently, it was just a cringeworthy. Um, she hosted. I'm sure she hosted something. And yeah, she was hosting the BAFTAs. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, inst- I. When the when the Baftas announced it, or mm. she announced it, and the Baftas retweeted it on whatever you do on Instagram, um, I was like, "All oh, right, okay, another laugh-free year at the Baftas no, from I... the the podcast account." And I got absolute fucking pelters. Turns out, guess who's right? Yeah, right again. Planty's right. Tell a friend. She didn't need a few jokes. Didn't land. So it's just that. It's apparently, was she is there. as she's as funny as the fucking clap. Mate. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners that like her brand of comedy. Go away. Don't listen <laughs> uh, to us. Don't listen to us. Go and listen to her if you want. Don't listen to us. I am asking you listeners to pick. Pick between <laughs> us and Rebel Wilson. Because one of us, like, one of us is really funny and it's you, John. We'll gaslight you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll gaslight you to fuck, mate. Yeah. <laughs> 
they come out. Uh, Marcus is poured into this outfit, isn't he? and basically hulks out into it just uh, by trying to stand up, oh, which God. is kind of good. Uh, meanwhile, outside, the other feds are, are debating Janet Reno or Rosie O'Donnell. So I know who Rosie O'Donnell is. Janet Reno. Uh, Janet Reno, John, uh, was an American lawyer who served as Attorney General in the United States from 1993 to 2001. President Bill Clinton nominated Reno on February 11th, 1993. The Senate confirmed her the following month. First woman to serve as Attorney General and the second longest serving Attorney General in US history after William Ritt. Reno was born and raised in Miami, Florida. Sounds like our friend Josh. Mm-hmm. After leaving to attend uh, Chris Cornell University and Harvard Law School, she returned to Miami where she started a career in private law firms. Her first foray into government was as a staff member of the Judiciary Committee of the Florida House of Representatives. Uh, she then worked for the Dade County State Attorney's Office before returning to private practice. She's been elected to the st- Office of State Attorney five times. What? That's a massive election. Girl, <laughs> girl be doing okay. You don't need us to tell you who Rosie O'Donnell was. Oh, God, yeah. Annoying? Yeah. 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 Kevin gets his bag stolen off of this mugger and chases him down. And one of the, one of the, the, the feds is like, is, is she a track star? Because he fucking runs. And when <laughs> oh, he nice. when he when he catches him, he just batters the fuck out of him. Uh, he's run into uh, trouble by Pink. Pink, yeah. Now I think Pink's music for women who don't like music. But here's the thing: this particular song is written by T- Tim Armstrong, who I don't think you'll know, John. Uh, Tim Armstrong was the lead singer and lead man uh, with Rancid. Right. American ska punk band, Time Bomb, yeah. all that kind of stuff. No, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, Pink's real name, Alicia Beth Moore. Song made number seven in the UK chart in 2003. Must have been a very fucking slow week. And is also featured in the Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. Future episode, question mark. I don't know, I've never seen it. Uh, and Miss Congeniality 2. Oh, armed okay. and famous. Miss that first Miss Congeniality film was fun. Oh, no, it was good. Then. There's Enjoyed a good it. cast yeah, on that. I'd, I'd, I'd watch, I'd watch Sandy do anything. She's great. I think yeah. she's fantastic. I think she's very, very funny. She's great. Uh, Speed, I think, is probably a future episode as well. Uh, yeah, I, I liked um, Demolition Man. Definitely liked that in Demolition Man. The previous episode. Yeah, Demolition but... Man. Oh, so she fly hooks this guy, didn't she? Right, <laughs> splatters him, <laughs> and then stands up. And like, what happened there's like it's Prada. <laughs> oh yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, it's Prada. Prada. Founded <laughs> 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 in nineteen thirteen, by the way, by Mario Prada. Oh, it's a me, Mario Prada. <laughs> oh, okay. Bags. <laughs> 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 Bugger, bugger, bugger. <laughs> bugger, 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 Anyway, <laughs> this is our most irreverent episode. <laughs> we try. So that night at dinner, they're at the back table. It's basically like the freaks at table eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really the bad. The wedding isn't it? singer. 
previous. <laughs> I love the way one of the the seven staffs walk by and says sorry as he hits uh, Lady Carpenter right in the head. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, the Vanderbilt sisters, uh, one of the Vanderbilt sisters has been bid on by her man. It goes up to 20k. Uh, Tiffany slash Marcus is next. Jarrell's bidding, of course. Like, they start the bidding at 40 quid, but Jarrell's bidding because Jarrell's, you know, a fucking pervert. <laughs> We're money. They're worse kind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they all? Uh, and the winning bid in the end is 50k. So. He's bidding, but Kevin bids him up basically by prodding all these fucking guys. Yeah, and making them, for throw them their arms to, up. like tickling them and throwing their arms up. It's great, fantastic. Uh, and Jarrell's the winning bid at fifty, which obviously fucks her off because she was only twenty. That night, the boys are in the room, completely in their normal gear. I loved the fact that uh, Kevin was wearing this. What are you talking about, Willis T-shirt? Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? I yeah. loved that. I want one of those. That's great. Um, but the girls show up because it's 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 apparently the twins' turn to do oh, for a slumber party. The stay over. Cue yeah. the Mrs. Doubtfire getting ready thing. Hello, yeah. dear. Uh, we we carry do slumber parties because we've done that in Legally Blonde as well. We do. Uh, they have a sleepover. There's no lesing up, which obviously actually happens because yeah. we're men and we know that. That we know that happens. Um, <laughs> These bad Mexican bastards turn up because they're going to <laughs> take her, don't they? They come yeah. to the door. But it turns out that they're the strippers. But <laughs> Marx does this fantastic job of suppressing, like, basically, like, in wrestling moves. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic stuff. I've written here, really good work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really not the best-looking strippers, are they? They just look no, like a couple well, of men. <laughs> they just look like a couple of fucking yeah. The next day they're at this beach. This beach, by the way, looked minging. Aye, uh, wasn't the, the best, the, was it? Like it looked like a fucking ash pile. It looked grey. Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah, really grey. Yeah. And the water, fucking hell! You wouldn't go. You would never go in the water in New York State, would you? Nah, would you? No. Nah, Question mark, listeners. I don't think it's sanitary. I wouldn't think so. Sanitary towels, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maroon 5, This Love. By the way, that Maroon 5 album, Songs About Jane, was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I was... had a copy of that. Was I tried to listen to it yesterday in the car. It's fucking gash, but it is a million <laughs> times better than anything they've done since. If anybody likes that uh, Moves Like Jagger song, there's there's there, there is a fucking hole in the ground in my garden waiting for you, boy. <laughs> I thought the beach looked a bit like Port Glasgow. <laughs> wow. You're, you're bigging it up there. You're bigging it up. I know, yeah, it didn't look that good. Uh, Laurel's here in his budgie smugglers. Oh, greased Jesus. up, isn't he? Let's go hunting. And, like, wow. and he comes over and he's in he's in is it, is it Marcus? Yeah, it's Marcus. He's in Marcus's kind of kind of light, isn't he? And yeah. he's like, hasta la vista, Schwarzenegro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a great line. It made me laugh both times. <laughs> Kevin goes and takes Luttrell's clothes out of the changing room and goes to chat Denise from the paper. Mm-hmm. He pretends to be Luttrell, right? And the, the the suit jacket's quite big on him, but everything else looks like it kind of fits. Yeah. No chance that would fit that. No chance. That's yeah. what Rachel said. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Terry Crews is literally just like a diamond at the top, isn't he? 
He does just like a fucking triangle, <laughs> doesn't he? Uh, he pretends to be buying a house and wants her help. He'll pick her up later on. Uh, meanwhile, Marcus's wife's had her card declined while she's getting dinner. The girls. The card company tells her it's because a 5K dress was bought in the Hamptons, which they would not do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm, I hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Yeah. I know. They, they, they had the GDPR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Marcus meets Luttrell. Uh, he says, it's okay. I won't bite unless you ask me to. Uh, <laughs> Thousand Miles comes on, which is exactly what you say as he's singing along. Yeah. I love that gif. It's one of my favorite reaction it's gifs. It's so good. Use it all but... the time. Oh, one, oh, oh, one take, buddy. Oh, one take. That's, I mean, that's great that he did that in one take. What a, what a boy. It's great, isn't it? More respect for that guy. Mm-hmm. Kevin's dressed as the valet to take the car and the house keys. I think yeah. Luttrell's like, uh-uh, she's mine. <laughs> so get yeah. your own. And he's like, yeah, I'm not here for that. Did you did you see the car, though? No. It was, one of the, it was an Aston Martin. Was it really? It was an wow. Aston Martin, yeah. I was looking at it going, oh, my God. So Aston Martin, founded in uh, 1913 by... Lionel Martin and Robert Bamford. Where does the Aston come in here? <laughs> but yeah, it was an Aston Martin. I was so jealous. My maternal, uh, my my maternal surname. My mum was a Bamford. Oh really? Yeah, I you were no to relation. Say Aston. <laughs> no, my no, no, she was a Bamford, and now she's just a fucking Bam. <laughs> Scottish Scottish reference for you there, people. It's for about ten people that one. Uh, the. Latrell orders champagne and oysters. The finest champagne. The finest champagne. Did, have you Googled the finest champagne? I haven't, John. There's about seven or eight of them. But uh, the finest one, uh, the, I don't think it's like a, a like a, an expert's opinion. I think it's just rich people's. But every time Is it Tesco's the finest, right? Close, though. It's uh, <laughs> Dom Perignon Co-op. Dom Perignon Moe Chandon. Oh yeah, yeah. We we bought a bottle of Moe Chandon for Christmas. All right. For yeah, our cool. friends coming over, it was gone in fucking seconds. Well, apparently you, you, you bought one of the finer champagnes then. Yeah, it was like thirty-five quid. What? Thirty-five quid. Jesus. I can assure you, I barely had a taste of it. I had a pint, I had a pint of London Pride instead. Oh. <laughs> Classic me. Classic you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is trying to put him off. So she takes her foot and bites her toenails and spits them. Now, I'm going to call out my fucking sister Elizabeth on this because she used to do that as a kid. Calling you out, girl. I mean, I love you, but you disgust him. Uh, he orders, he, he, says, uh, he says, oh, I'll have a, I can't remember what he orders, but he says, uh, and, and a salad for the lady. <laughs> He's like, no, I'll have steak, onions, ribs, pasta with extra garlic, Onion rings and sauerkraut. And, and sauerkraut. Like, my ass was twitching just thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, he says, uh, "He says, you know, oysters are an aphrodisiac." And then he licks the thing and he goes, "My tongue's kind of big." Uh, cue this fucking huge CGI tongue, by the way. Yeah, that's. that's uh, it looked like Jamie Oliver. That's no right, <laughs> is it? That was it? Right. Fat tongue bastard. <laughs> yeah. um, aphrodisiacs, John. Yep. Do you know your aphrodisiacs? Uh, yes, I do. Good, good. That's quite handy uh, because I've got a little quiz for you. Okay. Uh, I've got one hint for you, though. Stella Artois is not an aphrodisiac. No, what? 
It's been doing it since. I know. Uh, disappointing. Been doing it since two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question one. A watermelon. Is it an aphrodisiac? Yes or no? Yes. Correct. Bananas. Bananas for potassium. I'd say yes. Uh, no, but they do give what? you that burst of energy. Number That's three, amazing. Cumberland sausage. Fuck yes. <laughs> No, but it is ring-shaped, so, you know. Give me uh, the one. <laughs> number four, chocolate. Yes. Yes, but not American chocolate, obviously, because that's no. fucking shit. Too greeny. Uh, number five, final one, Subway. What kind of Subway? Like a sandwich, a Subway sandwich. Ah, but what kind? Just eat, like a fucking Subway sandwich, John. Jesus. I'm gonna Who's asking no. the questions here, me or you? I'm going to say no. <laughs> You're absolutely correct, John. But girls love a foot long. No. Which is, which is, which is why I'm going to die alone. <laughs> a, foot, a foot long and a big gulp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, got, uh, you got three there. Congratulations. At Luttrell's house, Kevin's showing Denise around the house. He kicks out this, like, Asian cleaner. kind of cleaner yeah. uh, and Latrell's Rottweiler attacks him. He's kind of stood on his chest. He just misses me is all. <laughs> That's kind of funny. They lock him in this room. Marcus is eating all the food. These yeah. ribs, by the way, do you see the size of these ribs? They look like the rack of ribs that go on the side of the Flintstones car at the end of that episode. <laughs> yeah, they're massive, aren't they? That way they're camped in. <laughs> Yabba-dabba-doo, I want to eat meat with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a big, big, a big chunk of chunk of meat, wasn't it? Did like I mean I don't know what kind of fucking cre- I think that was probably one of Terry Cruz's ribs. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, in this suit, you couldn't really tell in this suit because it's it's quite loose fitting because it's the early two thousands. But when he he takes it, he's like fucking Ned Flanders under it, isn't he? Stupid, Aye. sexy Terry Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. It hides, it hides a thousand muscles. Luttrell says, oh, you know, I'm I'm the highest point scorer in the NBA this season. He's like, yeah, but you never shoot three-pointers and you're lazy. Uh, and and he gets it gets him kind of all emotional because no one ever does. Uh, and when he goes to kiss him, Marcus farts, which I thought was really good. <laughs> but, you love a good fart. No, nah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Uh, the, the highest scorer in last year's NBA, Giannis Antetokon Umpo, possibly. Uh, obviously, uh, one of our were Greek you, pals. Were you cutting it there? No, it was just, I just couldn't <laughs> pronounce boy's name. At <laughs> 32.64 points per game average, which is fucking mad. That's me, crazy. Dems That's is crazy. all the points. All the points. Denise explains to Kevin, who thinks he's a troll, she lost her job when she reported on Vanderbilt basically swindling cash. They cop off, and then Marcus calls, it's time to go. The feds find the masks in the room, and the the white guy finds the underwear and sniffs it. Sniffs it. Uh, And then as the guy comes in with the mask, he's like, they're guys, aren't they? (laughs) At the club, Latrell's given two tablets by fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas, possessor fucking mask face wanker. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, he just looked like someone's <laughs> got a fucking. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Have you seen that Possessor film? Yeah, man? yeah. It's. Uh, you enjoy it's, that. Uh, oh, sorry. Enjoy inverted <laughs> commas. <laughs> uh, that was a good idea, though, but it was fucking brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's got a good imagination, that boy. He, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he he is his dad's one hundred percent. His dad's like. Oh god, yeah. Absolute successor, yeah. He's absolute dad's possessor. <laughs> <laughs> but he gives him these two tablets and he says, oh, you know, these will help her come around kind of thing. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, We're doing date rape jokes. I'm not okay with that. Everyone's dancing and it becomes a dance-off. Now, this is probably my favourite of the of the, of the the scenes. I really liked this because I love and a dance-off. Oh, I love a dance. I love a dance off. I love a rap off. Right. right okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. So they start off uh, dancing to "Crazy in Love," which again I hadn't thought of in ages. That song was huge. Wasn't that it? really was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still sounds good today. Two thousand and three. John, it's nearly twenty years old. Jesus. Uh, sound of the summer for me, and I'm never a Beyonce fan. Nah, me neither. But it's a good, it's a good tune. Top three in the following countries. Deep breath. Australia, Canada, Croatia, France, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Spain, Switzerland, UK, and the USA. The US of A. The US of A. Um, and they do a really good job. The girls basically just about get beaten. Uh, our, our, our girls kind of get beaten mm. by the fucking Van, Vanderbilts or whatever. And then It's Tricky by Run DMC comes oh, on. Jesus. And the boys do a job. I'd say the boys do a job. Oh, they don't. They don't do a job at all. They're fucking extras. But <laughs> that tune honestly takes me back to SSX Tricky. If it wasn't for that tune, oh my God. That was the game. It's of- so funny you should mention that because <laughs> it is on SSS Tricky. It's also on WWE uh, 2016, Forza Horizons 3. Jesus. Uh, it was not quite as popular as the numbers that Crazy in Love did. Uh, 16th in the UK, 57 in the US, and 29 in West Germany. <laughs> I need to stop doing these voice these uh, these European voices. People are going to think I voted Brexit. I did not. <laughs> yeah, you did, so... you big crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did eat all that sauerkraut on my fucking hot dog. <laughs> oh, tricky! Takes you back, man. Cracking tune. It is Cracking a great tune. It's timeless. I think it's absolutely timeless. And but it's not a beat that the that the that the sisters can match, is it? Like they struggle with the beat. Yeah, and the boys obviously. Yeah. The boys are kind of like fucking Breaking is still a film. Man, Breaking's a good film. Yeah, and they're, they're actually break. They were, at one point they were breakdancing, weren't they? Yeah. But try to get the origins of breakdance because obviously eighties breakdance was a big, big thing. But apparently, um, it originated in New York City in the sixties and early seventies, and incorporated a variety of um, moves, including martial arts and gymnastics. Wow! Wow! And a lot of lino. <laughs> no Apple your <laughs> God, remember you, people just walking about with rows of lino. Yeah, <laughs> roaming the street with a ghetto blaster of lino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Latrell has put these pills. 
I'm gonna assume it's. Uh, I'm gonna assume it was ecstasy. I'm gonna assume the Reckies, right? That he's put in there. Yes, I think so. Uh, and yeah, it's... and he puts them in there, an apple martini, mm-hmm. which yeah. is apple juice, vodka, and apple liqueur. Sounds fucking rank to me. Um, and and she changes them around, doesn't she? So he yeah. he he's like all the way down, and he drinks it all. Next thing, he's like, I've got to dance. I've got to dance. Uh, will you look after the dog to fucking JTT's fucking melted candle face? Uh, and he's like, yeah, absolutely. And JTT's going to kiss the dog, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he's I feel the same well. way as you. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you fucking beast. <laughs> you absolute fucking rapist. Yeah, that oh, was uh, bad. That was really bad. Uh, uh, and uh, as as we kind of get to the end of, we get to the end of that scene, um, Luttrell is giving it the big fucking dancing moves. He's got his shirt off. He's got the whistle. Oh, he's, he's, the, right. he's like he's like Mike in Spaced. That episode of Spaced where Mike's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Um, Karen's throwing up. Karen's drunk and throwing up. And she explains that the, the Vanderbilts are broke uh, because her dad has lent Mr. Vanderbilt money. Yeah, or Kevin's dad. Let's just call him Kevin's dad. It is Kevin's dad. <laughs> yeah, it is Kevin's dad. So hang on a second. Is this man just a bad dad? Not bad dad from Adam and Joe, but is he a bad dad? Ah, he's a bad person because he was the, the main baddie in um, Big as well with Tom Hanks. He was a bit of a prick. He is. For a second or two, I thought he was also the dad in Beetlejuice, but he isn't. That's Jeffrey Jones, the paedophile. He is a bad dad. <laughs> he's a really bad dad. He's a terrible man. He's a bad and dad a to everybody's kids. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. One bunch, two bunch, three banana. Well, I'll come, it's a great scene. We wake up the next day and Luttrell rolls over to stroke the hair of JTT. the girl he's with, but it's JTT. It's not even JTT. I don't even know what JTT's doing these days, but it's not him. Let's reach out to him on Twitter and see if he's okay with us saying this ugly man is him. Uh, Gina turns up at the hotel. She's checking the whole suite, and Kevin's running around dressed in his outfit as his alter ego and, and basically runs in a fucking circle yeah. around the thing. Uh, as he leaves the room, it's like, uh, there, there she is, like, her friend, there's the bitch. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, meanwhile, the re- real Tiffany and Brittany have seen the paper where the boys have been photographed doing the dance. So they head to the hotel where they're taken in for questioning and the feds basically try and pull the masks off and pull their hair and then pull yeah. down their tops and pants and they get suspended. Do I need Ventura? Mr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay with that Ace Ventura thing. I'm kind of okay with this because it's women, but I'm not. I'm still not okay with that Ace Ventura thing. <sighs> yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Vanderbilt and Heath, who is this character that Karen really, really loves, who is going out with one of the Vanderbilts, have a deal that they're going to do. They're like smoking cigars and drinking brandy because that's what bad people do. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like a brandy. Um, The boys get a call from Josh. The prince on the ransom note. So Josh is the guy that comes in and and makes them up. 
Uh, the prints on the yeah. ransom note are Vanderbilt's. So they get a call from Josh. They've been sacked by the chief at this point, and they're just driving back in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the prints on the ransom note are the Vanderbilt's. Now, the music at this point is Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas. Right. And I said to Rachel last night, I, I'm certain there was a version of this which had the R word in it. And then I Googled it, found it on YouTube, and there is, instead of let's get it started, it's let's get it, let's get our word, which obviously oh, we really? do our slur. Yeah, it's on fucking YouTube. Jesus. How has that not been flagged as being just fucking atrocious? And I, and I knew it. I think I kind of knew it from the Harold and Kumar film. I maybe? didn't even know that. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah, let's get Let's get it our worded. Uh, let's get our worded in here. It doesn't even work. It work in any way. Again, I'm always amazed at how recently we were using the R word in these things. Fuck. So, like, it's really jarring to me. It's like any kind of homosexual slur. Mm. It really is still really jarring to me. Like, in 2022. They call the sacked feds to help. Meanwhile, they're going. They've got this this thing, isn't it? The Janet Reno thing. It's is it RuPaul or is it Whoopi? Who would you rather do, RuPaul or Whoopi? Who would you rather do, John? RuPaul or Whoopi? Or oh, Whoopi? Or oh, Whoopi all the way? I was I was brought with Whoopi. <laughs> Whoopi Whoopi's funnier, and I yes. probably would because I think she's very very funny. Yeah. But RuPaul, girl has got some legs. Legs, legs for days. Legs for days. But legs yeah, for I, 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 I do remember. I know it's going to be a bit weird, but I remember. When I was younger, <laughs> we went to see Ghost, and even though Whippy Goldberg was playing like a a, a a grifter in it, a bit of a shyster, I thought, yeah. "Oh, she's all right." <laughs> Don't know why, but, but that's but that's good. No, no, John, I know why. That's because you're a Ouija and, and you love that shit. <laughs> but, but, but boys love that shit. What can I say? Uh, we did miss. I did miss actually. One of the earlier things is who would you rather sleep with, Carmen Electra? Or Pamela Anderson, and I'm kind of like, it's an easy choice for me. I'm a what about you? I know, brunette. yeah. So am I, really. Yeah, I like blondes, but Pam. If just just watch Barbed Wire and get one free. Have <laughs> rub, you have you seen rub it the... that free one? <laughs> <laughs> have you been watching the Pam and Tommy thing? No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. It's but... great. Like she looks 100 percent like uh, like 90s Pam. Oh, and good. the acting is exceptional. Your man still looks like the fucking Winter Soldier, but she—it's—it's right. it's astonishing. Like I had no idea it was her until somebody yeah. told me two episodes in it was her. I was oh, like, well. "What? It's, it's Lily Collins? No chance." Yeah, she's very good. But here's the catch, John: they've both got yeast infections. Oh right, okay. And the joke is that yeast that that women oh women oh don't have sex with yeast. I don't think you should. So, I did some digging. I've obviously, I'm I'm now banned from using my work computer for these things. Um, a yeast infection, a vaginal yeast infection, because I can't look at you with this. And ladies, I promise I'm not going to make this a joke. I promise. If we have any women listeners still left, um, <laughs> causes irritation, discharge, and intense itchiness of the vagina and the vulva. 
not to be confused with the David Williams character out of space. Two space references in one. How do you clear it up? Caniston once over the counter in the UK. Get some of that up your bits, ladies. Ladies. (laughs) Where are you going, ladies? Come back. I promise. Uh, Home remedies, John. I googled this. Fucking home remedies. Essential oil of oregano, in case you want your bits to smell of pasta sauce. Coconut oil, (laughs) which will obviously be bountiful. And Greek yogurt. Because right. we're a public service podca- podcast, ladies, we want you to make sure you get whatever sorted. Do what you want with your bodies. Do what you want with your bodies. Nothing to do with us. But please, please look after yourselves. And then please rate and review us. It's Lily James, no to... Lily Collins. Ah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's... it's... <laughs> Well, let somebody pick us up on. We've, mate, we've lost this. all our fucking female listeners with yeast infection <laughs> shit anyway. So sorry. Oh, you'd give no advice, so. So they head back because they're going to be able to fix this. They go yeah. to this all white fucking party, party. where everyone's yeah, yeah. dressed in fucking white. Looks like right tennis wankers. Uh, the boys are in the fashion show. Uh, Heath tries to crack on to Karen, and she's he's like, oh yeah, come round at like 3 a.m after Heather has left. And she's like, I deserve better than being a doormat. And he's like, honey, what makes you that special? And I was like, oh, I fucking hate you. Because she's lovely and beautiful and and powerful woman. Mm -hmm. Marcus punches him and says, you are really special. She's like, you're not a lesbian, are you? (laughs) The show starts and the music for the show took me right fucking back. I was right back in. It was Junior Senior. Do you remember this number? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Jesus, Same summer. Move your feet. Same summer as Crazy in Love. Danish band. The last time I put this on was when we, me and Tom were watching the Euros, which in Denmark versus whoever, when your man, the Danish player, had the heart attack. I'd, I'd looked up, oh, Denmark versus Finland, and I'd looked up Danish and Finnish bands because there's fucking loads of them and put on loads of numbers. Uh, and then we watched the, the game and it was kind of like, ooh, this is really grim. Uh, but luckily he survived and uh, he's just been called up to the Denmark squad again. Hans is doing all right. Uh, Danish band, number three in the UK. It was his best performing slot. It didn't do any better than number three in the UK anywhere else in Europe, which is amazing. The girls, or the guys as the girls, look fantastic, but the real twins have turned up. And stuck and a couple of swans in. <laughs> your man decides to, yeah, your man decides to put them in the, the outfits. The Vanderbilts have put them in the swan outfits. Now, did you recognise the swan outfit, John? Uh, something clicked in my head, but what was it? It was Bjork. God, so was. Do you remember? She was, yeah, yeah, she was at the, um, she was at the Oscars, two thousand and one Oscars. I don't think she was wearing that when she battered that photographer in the airport. No. Do you remember? Do you remember Bjork battering a photographer in the airport? Uh, But yeah, two thousand one Oscars ceremony. She said the look was a tribute to the Busby Berkeley musicals. Uh, She was nominated for the song "I've Seen It All" uh, because she was in "Dancer in the Dark." Do you remember that? It's a good film. It's a really good film. No, no, you're th- you're thinking Dancing <laughs> in the Dark. It's very different. 
she lost uh, best original song to Bob Dylan for a song called The History Boys from the film of the same name. Right. Oh, it's the History Boys. They're yeah. better than Geography Girls. <laughs> and the smoking round the back of the fucking bank sheds. And they're at the parking meters. <laughs> yeah. You love them then. I don't. He's fucking shite. He's shite music for fucking morons. People who don't like fucking electric music. People who people who think music should always be played on acoustic guitars. Busking wankers on fucking Socky Hall Street. <laughs> Look, fat boy slim. What a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I was busking on uh, Socky Hall Street. When? Uh, there's a video about it. Uh, he was He's like the other day. <laughs> no, I, I, I you're you're gonna fucking miss Glasgow, man. <laughs> I know, tell Fat him boy that. Slim's never busked on fucking at Sterling. I'm and telling Sterling, you. I know. Fat, Jesus. Fat, Fat boy Slim has never been caught at the fucking chip shop in Bridge of Allen. I can tell you <laughs> that for sure. With the twins at the same time. As the boys, and it, it it's this kind of funny kind of Keystone Cops thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like they they kind of mix it up, and then and then there's there's it's the same like it's it's the 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 undercover in- fed that's meant to be the twin and the twin. They look nothing like. <laughs> well, you know, like him <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. The Vanderbilts try and drop blood on everybody and fail miserably, um, mm. and they get covered. It's like Carrie, isn't it? And it's the same line yeah, from Carrie, right. isn't it? Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but it lands on them, and this guy stands up and he's applauding. So bold, so beautiful. <laughs> okay, I like that. Uh, the real twins are on the catwalk, and this Chinese dragon shows up and steals them away, doesn't it? Kind of mm-hmm. goes around them, and it's the Vanderbilt plan to do so. If you like Chinese dragons, we talked a lot about them on our Darkman episode. Darkman, yeah. Which also has melting face masks. Yeah, yeah. Darkman, God. Oh, the Darkman. It does seem like a long time ago. Vanderbilt holds a gun to the twins. Mm -hmm. And someone says, oh, you know, he's absolutely skinned. And the Vanderbilt sisters hear that. It's like, are we MC Hammer broke or Martha Stewart broke? (laughs) <laughs> and that's where it comes in. Martha Stewart, by the way, used to be worth over a billion dollars. She's now worth only $400,000. Wow. Poor Jesus. Martha. How does she fucking survive? How the mate have fallen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he shoots Marcus, but before he can, Luttrell jumps in front of him, hits the bullet and saves my love. <laughs> and he, he takes the mask off, doesn't it? And he's like, "You are." He says, "Yeah, I'm a dude." No, you're black. You're black. The betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, Negro, please. <laughs> and then he says, "Get this slur away from me." Yeah, and I'm you, not going to say this, say oh, oh, but no, this was an like this jarred me to fuck this J slur, which I. I, I knew and I'd heard, but it's one of these really old, it's an old kind one. of black it's slur. Big. I was like, uh, wow. Gina spots that it's Kevin dressed as a woman, and Kevin explains to the reporter uh, that he's an FBI agent, not a ball player, and he only earns $30,000 a year. That's really shit money. 
It really is for FBI. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I I'm not saying I do okay, but I earn more than thirty thousand dollars a year, and I'm not fucking FBI. But I guess we're yeah. what nearly twenty years on potentially. Uh, Marcus yeah. tells Gina that he's guilty of not being more into his job than he is into her. I kind of got you that. Uh, Latrell's yeah. leaving with both sisters, the the real sisters. And the boys are going shopping with the girls. Oh, because the girls say, uh, we liked you a lot more than we liked the twins. The boys, yeah, yeah. The girls, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, good. that's and that's kind of sweet. And that's the end of the movie. Anything else? No, I'm clean out. Lactose <laughs> intolerance, John. People with a lactose intolerance are unable to fully digest the sugar lactose in milk. As a result, they shat themselves gas themselves or bloat themselves after eating, drinking any dairy products. The condition, which is also called lactose malabsorption, usually harmless, but the symptoms can be very uncomfortable. Not that I know anything about that, of course, being a man who cannot digest dairy. Burberry, ah. Jennifer Carpenter was wearing Burberry. I'm Jennifer Carpenter obsessed. Jennifer Carpenter was wearing Burberry in this. Fully head to toe. Uh, British luxury fashion house headquartered in London. Currently designs disputes ready to wear, including trench coats, which is most famous. Uh, Leather goods. uh, Brackets. Fine leather goods. Treat yourself. Uh, Footwear, (laughs) fashion accessories, eyewear, fragrances, and cosmetics. Um, Has seen a sharp decline in UK sales due to the popularity of its trademark camel check among so-called chavs. And Nets, right. majority of term for low-income social groups, obsessed with brand names, cheap jewellery, and football. That that bit is written by our researcher, not by me. How fucking <laughs> dare you? We do not. We all wear fucking North Face, you dick. Uh, <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I am going to sack the researcher, and it's going back to me. Uh, that is all <laughs> I got, son. Uh, Oh, I missed one thing. There's one thing, and I just picked up on this. And it reminded me of one particular... Just just one more (laughs) more film reference. Right. This reminded me of a film that I watched with my dad and my stepmom. I I thought it was in the 80s, but it turns out it's in the early 90s. Does the film True Identity ring any bells, John? Uh, Lenny Henry? And nobody else has been able to tell me they knew... True Identity. Yep. 1991 yep. American comedy film starring Lenny Henry, Flank Langella is in it. Flank Landers? <laughs> <laughs> Maud Landers. Uh, the plot revolves around Lenny Henry as a black man who described, disguises himself as a white man to escape the mob. Lenny Henry commit, comment, uh, Lenny Henry commented on the film retrospectively in 2010 when I went to America to do True Identity I realised they had their own Richard Pryor they didn't need me pretending to be Richard Pryor so I had a massive career rethink No wait, okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't that good The film was a box office disaster uh, I thought it made it but I have yeah. seen it I have seen it it, it is, it, and it was another one of those things like let's get the R word have I imagined that? <laughs> you know, you go, <laughs> Good memory, though. True identity. Jesus. John, how many do you think we got? 78. Higher. 79. Higher. 70, 10. Higher! <laughs> uh, 80, 80, 
Nine. Higher. What? Uh, Ninety-nine. <laughs> what? Higher. What? Hundred and three. Hundred and nine. John, Jeez. how do we go to nine things from that? No, I that. I was worried about that purely because um, legally blonde, because it's had the same sort of feel about it and the same sort of yeah. locations. But yeah, yeah, that that worked. Bloody, I yeah, for one have got to thank Louis Vuitton, Wilt Chamberlain, and Colonic Irrigations. Yes, yes, yes. Flush it out. When, it, when, when in doubt, flush it out. <laughs> Again, I think that's probably another space reference. Suck it in, flash it out. Um, right, John, where can the lovely people find you that is not this podcast? So I'm hoping that we're going to be doing some of the quizzes for uh, Divided by a Common Language with the Belsons and the Wilsons. So hopefully we'll be getting that done soon. What about your good self? Where, where can we find you? Or where can't we find uh... you? <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Uh, I am going to be shortly in the next month or so talking about Obi Wan Kenobi uh, with uh, Ian at Cult Connections Reviews. Uh, okay. I have been. I am going to be very shortly on um, what I heard was with Jen, who we're going to be doing a few bits and pieces together. Some surprises coming very very soon. You are going to find me around about now, around about now, uh, on the weird thing about that podcast, talking about celebrities and being very fucking filthy, as if I'm not <laughs> filthy enough of this. It is sheer fucking filth, that one. Um, and I'm going to be all over the shop, but I've, I've had a bit of a break recently. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be back all over the shop. And we've got a few other kind of like hidden things that are that are going to be happening shortly that we're both going to be involved in yeah yeah uh, i've had a great time with this john i i've put this film off for so long and i really shouldn't are you have done glad it. you did it are you glad you took the plunge yeah i'm really glad i'm really glad i Good. took the plunge uh absolutely <laughs> uh right look we will be back next week with more fucking nonsense uh until then he's been uh john boy i've been plenty we've been 109 things we learned from the white chicks. The white chicks, like the Facebook and the, the tickety tocks. <laughs> and the Google. See ya. <laughs> See ya.